uh, Exodus 20:16, the ninth commandment. You shall not bear false witness or uh, witness against your neighbor. And then the, the other passage is from James chapter 3, verses 5 through 10. James 3, 5 through 10. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles? And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Let's pray. Lord, this is your inerrant word, and we are your people. And we are here, Father, to learn and to turn our hearts to you. Lord, open our eyes by your Spirit that we might grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. For we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, last week I shared just a little bit about truth. And that truth is in Jesus Christ and it's in his word. And that uh, this commandment, the ninth commandment, is telling us we must not lie and we must speak the truth. Now this week I'd like to look a little more at what, what is required uh, to in the ninth commandment. And again on page 9, the, uh, the shorter catechism, number 77, to the question what is the ninth commandment, or what does it require? It says the ninth commandment requires the maintaining and promoting of truth between man and man and of our own and our neighbor's good name, especially in witness bearing. So basically we're required here to be active communicating the truth, be very active in it and in preserving the good name of those around us. And because God is infinite, eternal, and unchangeable in his truth, truth must be regarded by us as sacred by all his rational creatures. That would be angels and then men who are made in the image of God. So first, how do we maintain and promote the truth? Here's just a few ideas. First of all, ask the Lord to keep you from gossip and to guard over your mouth. Psalm 141.3, if you haven't memorized that, it would be great to memorize. I say it to my, I pray it often. Lord, set, set a guard over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips. And if you're in a position where you're tempted to gossip, I would pray that very quickly. I'd ask the Lord to set a guard over your mouth and keep watch over the door of your lips. And secondly, um, meditate on the Word, because the Word is truth. According to uh, Philippians 4.8, it begins, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, and it goes on, and there's a list of things there, but it starts out with whatever things are true, and then it ends with meditate on these things. And so we must meditate on truth. Uh, and that is how we will uh, more often speak the truth. Uh, third, stand for the truth publicly. Uh, this is sometimes hard to do, uh, but we should bring the gospel into the public arena. Wherever we are, we should be promoting the truth boldly. And then don't withhold the truth. It's, it's uh, maybe even easier to do that, to be silent and think that it's okay to be that. But sometimes silence can be wrong. If we know the truth and we don't speak up, our silence can be seen to be consenting to untruth. So secondly, how do we maintain and promote our good name? So our good name and our neighbor's good name. Proverbs 22.1 says a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. It's to be chosen rather than great riches. So a good name is worth a lot. 
And uh, so we should think before we speak, first of all. Uh, I, I got a quote from a friend last week. I thought this was uh, kind of funny. It said, since light travels faster than sound, some people appear bright until you hear them speak. I thought, that's true. Just like Proverbs 10.19, it essentially saying the same thing. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. Now it says you should restrain your lips. It doesn't mean you should just be quiet. We have to speak the truth. In fact, in James 1, it says, be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. And because our tongue is an unruly member, uh, according to James 3, we have to train it uh, and ask God to help us train it uh, and teach ourselves to listen and then to speak very carefully. In, in a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, Stephen Covey, uh, there are many biblical principles in that book, but I think it's the third habit. He says, seek first to understand, then to be understood. So you have to make yourself understood. We have to proclaim the truth, uh, but often it's uh, we, we need to be silent also and listen. Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his own opinion. And may that not be so of us. And then uh, we must promote the good, uh, our good name through witness-bearing. Now, witness-bearing, uh, what they're saying there is you must, if you make a promise, you must keep it. If you make a vow, you should keep it. You know, in court, we vow to tell the whole truth, tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And uh, even, even more so as servants of the Lord of truth, should we do that? And in Proverbs 15, it says that uh, even if you swear to your own hurt, you should not change. You should keep your vows. So in witness-bearing, we must promote uh, our good name. And in promoting the truth and in promoting your and others' good, good name, uh, we are actually, in all of these things, we're seeking to please God uh, first rather than men. And we must seek for his approval, not to gain some advantage for ourselves, which is usually why we lie. And, uh, you know, we're tempted to lie to protect ourselves, to get what we think we want, but the Lord desires truth for his glory. And I'd like to just finish with a couple of thoughts from the larger catechism, which uh, expands this a little more. Uh, first of all, it talks about loving, desiring, and rejoicing in our neighbor's good name. So we should love when their name uh, is, is uh, kept good, it's, it's uh, maintained. Uh, we should desire it and we should rejoice in it. And then secondly, it says, uh, sorrowing and covering their infirmities, freely acknowledging their gifts and their graces. So we should... Look for ways to, um, to acknowledge their gifts and their graces. In fact, even when I was at UNO working for a boss who uh, was often hard to work for and did not treat people very well, when we would have a meeting and she was not there, uh, I had to make it a point to uh, say, point out the things that she does do well. Uh, they were dishonoring her. Uh, she was in leadership. And uh, I, would, I would say, she, but she is a good manner. She, she does do these things well. Um, thirdly, defending the innocence of people. If you hear an evil report, stand up for that person. No way we should let that go by. We should speak the truth in love, but we should still speak the truth. Uh, it also says in the larger catechism, readily receive a good report. We should be eager to hear the good things. We should readily receive those. And then finally, an unwillingness to admit an evil report or to accept an evil report. You know, we should be very careful listening to an evil report. And we should discourage tail-bearing and slander and gossip. So defend your good name and your neighbor's good name. Now, all of these things are by the grace of God, purely by the grace of God. No man can tame the tongue. 
Only the Lord can do that by His Spirit, convicting us of lying and empowering us to be truthful. So let's come to this table. Let's come to this time of communion, seeking to be more like our Heavenly Father and seeking the grace to be truthful. Let's pray. God of truth, we come to this, your table, realizing we have a propensity to not tell the truth. But as your redeemed children, being sanctified by you, we come seeking your grace to be people who, who will promote truth and promote our and our neighbor's good name. And may you be glorified in our speech, for we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.